0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company.
1: This is Politico Energy. I'm Katherine Morehouse. By the end of this year, the Treasury Department is hoping to define how new electric vehicles can qualify for a lucrative tax credit under the Inflation Reduction Act. But the department is under a lot of pressure to determine what level of ties an EV manufacturer can have with foreign entities of concern, a term the Treasury is still struggling to define. That's because of agreements like the one Ford Motor Company made back in February to license Chinese battery technology in its EVs. They could ultimately help the US auto industry and Biden reach their EV goals, but it's getting a lot of questions and pushback from lawmakers and other companies. So today, Politico's James Baikalis on Treasury's latest dilemma. Should American EVs have Chinese tech? It's Tuesday, September 12th.
0: So the foreign entities of concern provision in the Inflation Reduction Act's EV tax credit is prohibition on vehicles qualifying for the credit if they contain battery parts or critical minerals that are sourced from a foreign entity of concern, which is a term that the Treasury Department is still working to define. It has really up until January to do so because that provision goes into effect in January. And it's a major provision because It could really have a a large effect on the number of EVs that qualify for the credit, depending on how restrictive that definition is. Automakers rely heavily, especially for EVs, on technology from Asia, and particularly China, for critical minerals and battery parts that are manufactured there as China dominates that battery supply chain. So the automakers are really waiting in anticipation for the interpretation of this provision because it could affect the number of their vehicles that qualify for this credit, which is $7,500. And
1: in your reporting, you highlight this controversial agreement by Ford to license Chinese tech from back in February and and how that's complicating how the Treasury should define the foreign entities of concern provision. Could you explain why Ford is licensing Chinese tech in the first place? And why why do Ford and other auto companies want the provision to remain broad enough to allow for deals like this one?
0: Yes, that's created a real dilemma in the industry because the Technology that Ford is licensing is the sort of next generation advanced battery technology. It's called LFP, and it isn't manufactured at all in the US by automakers yet. So they're really seeking to be on the cutting edge and be able to produce this battery technology that's cheaper and more durable and is sort of seen by many as the future of EV batteries. Ford wants to be able to manufacture that in the US. But the intellectual property, the technology, that was all developed by Chinese companies like the company that Ford licensed from cattle, who are sort of dominant in the battery market right now. And so if Ford wants to produce these LFP batteries on US soil, they're really forced to make one of these licensing deals because otherwise they'd have to spend... A number of years conducting the research and development to catch up to where China is. And by then, the Chinese companies would probably be several technologies ahead.
1: And then on the other side of this kind of conflict, you also have some lawmakers and U.S. companies that say Ford's agreement should disqualify EV companies from accessing the EV tax credit. What's their argument and how are they hoping the Biden administration crafts the foreign entities of concern provision?
0: Right. So there's been political pressure on the Biden administration to interpret this foreign entities of concern provision to restrict these licensing agreements from qualifying for the EV tax credit. And the lawmakers, primarily Republicans, but also Senator Joe Manchin, have argued that incentivizing these licensing agreements will only increase reliance on China and Chinese technology as the EV market continues to grow.
1: And so let's zoom out a bit here. We know that Treasury is working on this guidance at a particularly difficult time for the Biden administration. What are the sort of different political factors the White House is weighing here at this moment?
0: Absolutely. This political pressure has really put the White House in kind of a bind because they've made a big push to make sure they're tough on China, especially in the economic realm. We've seen this with semiconductors and recently with the outbound investment restrictions. They're essentially saying that in these high-tech industries like semiconductors and now batteries, they want to make sure that they're not becoming completely reliant on China, and there's been a lot of political pressure for them to be tough on Beijing. On the other hand, interpreting this foreign entities provision in a way that restricts these licensing agreements could potentially put the Biden administration's EV goals at risk, because if fewer models qualify for this tax credit, that could slow adoption, and Biden is seeking to make 50% Fifty percent of car sales electric by the end of the decade. And that's a very ambitious goal. And you know, anything that makes it harder for consumers to access this tax credit could potentially put that goal at risk.
1: Also Attacks on the U.S. power grid rose in the first six months of the year, with 94 physical and computerized threats or assaults reported. That's according to data released by the Department of Energy. The newest figures put the country on pace to surpass the record 164 incidents reported for the full year last year, and it's the latest evidence that the attacks against grid infrastructure are steadily climbing. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow.
0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is working to responsibly meet rising energy demand across their U.S. operations, like at their Gulf of Mexico facilities, which are some of the world's lowest carbon intensity operations, helping supply energy that's affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash meeting demand.